from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy right here on LFA TV. This is live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and we are broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. We got a really, really important and great show lined up for you tonight. It's myself, it's producer Eli, it's the LFA family, and share the video. Rumble the video, please give us a thumbs up. That is a thumbs up on the browser. That's a thumbs up on the Rumble mobile app. Get us to the top of the leaderboard, ladies and gentlemen, every single night. You guys have been amazing at doing that. Let's give some live shout-outs here right now. We've got Becky watching tonight. How you doing? Bobby Driver is in the building. Kobe Jean, Arthur with the $5. He says, I made it on time. Fully booked for the motel. God bless you, brother. Bad Moon is here. Betty is here. Camelia is here. Logan is here. How you doing? Suzanne Vermontes, how you doing? True International Depressor. Roxanne is in the building. Purple Freaks. Dogtet. Melissa, how you doing, Melissa? Thank you for joining in tonight. Liddy's mom, Lisa from Pennsylvania. How you doing? Dawn from Indiana. She's an Indiana deplorable. Greg, how you doing in California? And Shredder1 in Michigan. Thank you, guys very much for being here. Look, it is no secret that Joe Biden is not the legitimate president of the United States of America. It is also no secret that Joe Biden has a crime syndicate for a family. We all know that. And more and more people are starting to understand that as these investigations go on and on and on and we get our days in court, and we get things on record. But I don't think people really know about how incredibly heartless and godless the Obamas really are, and the Bidens really are, and the Clintons really are. You have to understand something about these people. They truly believe that you are a peasant in the same terms as kings and queens of old thought of people who were poor. That's how they look at us. That's just the simple facts. They are godless, heartless people. And they have no idea how to connect with anybody on a heart-to-heart basis. That's why they never have a following like a Donald Trump does. 
because they don't connect with anybody. They are, it's, it's almost like, and I know, the, I know that the alien people are going to love this, it's almost like they're aliens. They show no human emotion. I'm going to play two videos for you, heartbreaking videos. And I want to show you incredib- uh, how incredibly rude and godless and heartless the Bidens really are. Go ahead and roll this. When Joe Biden, our elected president, entered the room, when he approached me, his words to me were, my, w- my wife Jill and I know how you feel. We lost our son as well and brought him home in a flag-draped coffin. My heart started beating faster and I started shaking knowing that their son died from cancer and they were able to be by his side. Also wondering how someone could honestly Sorry. Be so heartless to say he knew how I felt a little over 24 hours and learning of my son's death. After this encounter, I have never had any personal correspondence, nor has my son been honored or his name spoken by this commander in chief or his administration. Or, or gold casket. On what I feel is because of their failures and poor planning to exit our troops from Afghanistan. Heartless, godless people. Oh, that's not it. I've got another one for you. Watch what this man and his wife are accusing the Bidens of. Bring this up on the screen. Roll it. Biden, their little entourage of people and like a photographer. Right away, like remember him coming up to me, trying to shake my hand. And I look at him, I don't have an arm. And my left arm is in this big ass cast, completely immobile. All I can do is move my head, my arm's gone. And he says, oh, and like kind of stands up and then like goes over to reach for my fingers because about an inch of my fingers are showing and just like grabs my fingers. Doesn't greet me or anything, just almost immediately starts talking about how their son served in the military. Doesn't say anything about what happened. My mom said that she's like, I don't give a f-. Say, I don't care what you guys f- do. She's like, you better take care of him for the rest of his f- life. I'm sitting there and he comes over to me and he leans over me. I have, a, I have a picture of this to prove it. I'll show you this picture that I have. He's like this close to my face. And he's like, what do you want? I said, what do you want? I said, what? He said, what What do you want? And I'm just like confused. I'm, I just got blown up. I just f- saw my friends die next to me. And I just want to be myself. And he's like, huh? And my mom's furious and she's like, he said he just wants to be himself. He just wants to be him. Jill Biden, their little entourage. What do you want? Almost like, why am I here? How am I here to serve you, peasant? Or how am I here to bless you, I mean, peasant? What is it that I can give to you to make you feel better about having your arm blown off and your leg blown off and your friends die right in front of your eyes? No compassion. Oh, when my son was in, my son also was over there in the military. Yeah, your son came home and died of cancer, but thank you for his service. Well, my son, Bo, my son, Bo. What about your son, Hunter? What about your granddaughter? What about your daughter? Oh, my son, my son, my son. No compassion whatsoever for our military men and women that he is responsible for killing or blowing up. This is how evil these people are. And this is why we're experiencing what we are experiencing. And this is why for all those people that call us magatards and Trump, you know, Trump is, we think Trump is our God because we say he's an anointed man. He's an anointed man because he is truly doing the will of the people, not the will of themselves. 
Melania and Donald would never treat our men and women in military like that. Now, I know that it's hard to decide what is a man and a woman in our military these days, but I think you get the drift. Heartless people, and they've got what's coming to them. I can guarantee you that. Who is not heartless is our LFA family members every night, every day, who are here day in and day in out, day in and day out fighting with us to spread the truth. All you people who are sharing constantly, I want to read some names here from people. We got stuff in the mail. Check out my new bracelet. This little bracelet has a nano chip on it, and this nano chip has the entire Bible on it. You can zoom in with an extra uh, strength microscope, uh, magnify, not a magnify, you would need a microscope to get in on that one. And it's got the entire Bible on it. That was one of the gifts that were sent to me today. So I'd like to, um, and I'd like to thank Billiam75 for the Rumble Rant donation that, she, that you guys just gave. Uh, I don't know if you're a guy or a girl, but I want to say thank you very much. Listen to this. Robert Garrett, thank you very much. A. Jacoby, God bless you. Steve Greisbach, thank you very much. Jerry and Brett Trisalt. Lucinda Shepard. These are all people, ladies and gentlemen, that are blessing LFA with donations in a time where money is tight or blessing us with gifts or Bibles. I mean, I'm just truly amazed. Always have been, always will be. That's why we keep everything that everybody sends us. Suzanne Sherling. I'm going to read that letter you wrote on Rise Up. Lonnie Schmidt, that packet of information on that judicial stuff, that's a lot. I will go through that. That was a lot of work that you took to do that. I will go through that. Jean Havey, she sent a letter and a bunch of really cool books, Rush Limbaugh books. Rush Limbaugh, Star Spangled Banner, Brave Pilgrim, um, at Rush Limbaugh, Revere and the First Patriots, So, and, and a whole bunch of other stuff. I just want to say thank you. Christine Shepard, God bless you. Thank you very much. Kids First Bibles to read and learn. Um, so many different Bibles for kids and, and, and to send out. Mary D'Agostino, God bless you as always. Um, Noreen Whitney. Sylvia Wright, Sandra Woodruff, Judy Gansert, Susan Scalcioni, and Nicole Aldis is who sent me this bracelet with the Bible engraved on it. And now I can go never leave home without my cross and my bracelet. Thank you so much. You guys are wonderful, amazing people. And it's people like this that are going to save this country. We've said it since day one. You're not going to make America great again until you make America godly again. And with what we're doing every day here on LFA TV network and on Rise Up, we're bringing the kingdom of God into everything that we're doing. And more and more people are joining in every day. For that, I'm blessed. I'm happy. I'm joyful. Let's go to the Lord. Jesus calling August 7th. You need me continually, not only for daily bread and blessings, but also for the myriad decisions that you must make each day. Thank you, Patsy. God bless you so much. Thank you. The more consistently you rely on me, the better your life will be. It's that simple. Not only will I meet all your needs through my glorious riches, I will also delight with you the joy of my presence. Folks, do you feel the presence of the Lord here today every day? Do you feel it here every morning, every afternoon, every evening? Because I know I do. Always have. Ever since we started this together. Philippians 4.19. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Jesus Christ. 
and Psalm 43, 4. Then will I go to the altar of God, to God my joy and my delight. And before you turn out the light, have gratitude for all the ways I keep you intimately connected to me, including your joyful dependence on me. <clears throat> all right. I've got a very big announcement. How many of you, since we're talking about the great power and the good and the delight and the joy of the Lord, how many of you have seen the movie Nefarious? Raise your hands if you've been able to catch that movie. If you've seen that movie, then you know that the, uh, the, the main role was played by Sean Patrick Flannery. Sean Patrick Flannery, thank you to Eli and his incredible wife, Liz. He will be on Rise Up Friday, 9 a.m. So we're going to be able to talk to him about the movie. We're going to be able to talk to him about his role in the movie. We're going to be able to talk to him about the culture that we're living in today and America's relationship with God today. It is going to be epic. So if you want to watch that interview, it's going to be live at 9 a.m. here on LFA TV, Rise Up on Friday this week. And if you can, watch the movie Nefarious. And if you like that, watch Born a Champion, right, Eli? Born a Champion and Nefarious, both great movies by a godly man, and he will be joining us this Friday on Rise Up. And for that, I feel blessed. Let's go to the Lord's name. Uh, let's go to the to God in prayer in the Lord's name, Jesus Christ, because we cannot go alone. Join with me, our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How long have we been doing this now? Eli and I were just watching a video that he found on Facebook from the day that I got banned on Facebook. Wow, what a ride. And we have so much more to go. 3,100 people watching. Thank you very much. Let's lift up our cups and let's have our first slurp of that beautiful gourmet rise up coffee. This is the American Pecan are you drinking pecan or are you drinking Sumatra gold? Let me know. Let's have our slurp. Here we go. Come along, Wayne. We got a long way to go. We had a great show this morning. Full of good news. We referenced Executive Order 13848 that came out in 2018. An executive order put forth by Donald Trump about future elections. And of course, this weekend it was brought back up. And the reason why it was brought back up, it's because it's playing out in front of our eyes in real time. And Donald Trump retruthed that and said, look, this is what's going down. She said he completely baited the deep state, which he did. And I would like to compound on that good news that I reported for you this morning, because right after that, Judge Eileen Cannon, Trump, um, a Trump picked judge, a federal judge, in Florida, who was randomly picked, by the way, to oversee the entire Mar-a-Lago 
documents, FBI, DOJ case. She came out swinging today. Whoa. She came out swinging today, ladies and gentlemen. Judge Eileen Cannon comes out swinging and delivers a blow to Jack Smith in the classified documents case. Eli, are we frozen out there? People are saying frozen. I don't see that, but could be. We are? I'm going to refresh here real quick. We're going to hold up. I know Rumble's been having some issues today. Okay, well, I'm good now. Okay, everybody good now. Okay, let me repeat what I just said. To compound on the good news this morning, Judge Eileen Cannon came out swinging today against Special Counsel Jack Smith and delivers a major blow to him in his classified document case against Donald Trump. And as soon as that happened, Schiff hit the fan, ladies and gentlemen. The left-wing commies in this country flipped out and called for her to recuse herself immediately. I wonder if they'll do the same thing in D.C. I wonder if they'll do that same thing in D.C. Judge Eileen Cannon in the Southern District of Florida Federal Court delivered a blow to Special Counsel Jack Smith's inquisition against President Trump regarding the classified documents case in their process. She also caused, she also caused, excuse me, Oh, are we having troubles? We're having trouble streaming to the Rumble destination. Now you're gone all the way, somebody said. Is it back? I don't, want to, I don't want to continue until we're good. Okay, so as soon as we're good, you guys let me know and we'll continue. Eli, you're good? Everybody else looks good? Okay, we're going to come back. We're going to come back and we're going to, it's okay. We're going to regroup and we're going to read all of that. All right, we're going to regroup and read all of that. So you let me know if there's any problems, Eli. Can you please monitor? Here we go. Judge Eileen Cannon in the Southern District for Florida Federal Court delivered a blow to Jack Smith's inquisition against President Trump regarding the classified documents case. Today, in their, in their process, she also caused the liberal, me, the liberal uh, media, the liberal people, the Marxists, the commies, to go into unhinged, full-on TDS outrage meltdowns where they demanded her dismissal immediately. And like I said, I wonder if they'll say the same thing about the judge in D.C. Probably not. Judge Cannon came out swinging at special counsel Jack Smith this morning, striking two of prosecutors sealed filings and demandings an explanation of the legal propriety of using an out of district grand jury proceeding to continue to investigate the docs case. Okay. So what's happening here is she wants to know why there's been so much skullduggery, so much Adam Schiffery going on in this case. Why is, it, why is it weird? Why is there secret investigations? Why are you going out of district to get uh, grand jury indictments? Why is this the case? In her filings, she was responding to the prosecution's request for a hearing on potential conflicts of interest regarding Trump defendant Walt Nalto's lawyer, Stanley Woodward. Julie Kelly who has been one of the few journalists to accurately cover the garbage indictments against Trump, 
said that this proved once again that Cannon is legit and will not tolerate Jack Smith's you-know-what. She says, this is gold. She asks the defense to raise possible grand jury abuse by the DOJ for conducting nearly all of the investigation in D.C. and then switching to Florida at the last minute for the indictment. Now, I know that's a lot to take in, but let me kind of unpack this for you. Do you remember about three weeks ago when Judge Eileen Cannon gave that ruling when Trump's lawyers tried to get the case dismissed and she left the door open for them and said, the way you've got this filed now, I can't do anything with. However, if you go and you kind of address this again in this format or maybe because of this reason, well, then I will look into it. And here she is today saying she's asking the defense, which is Donald Trump's team, to raise possible grand jury abuse by the DOJ for their conduct in this matter from start to finish. So the other, so a few weeks ago when we covered this ruling from Judge Eileen Cannon, we said this is good news. A lot of people didn't re- think that it was good news. They said, they said, it doesn't sound that great to me. I said, but she's, she's opened the door, and here we are today. This is beautiful. This is gold. She's literally handing Jack Smith his butt. She's, she has um, ruled against him now three times. She will not tolerate the Department of Justice's non-stop requests for secrecy either. She already denied the government's motion asking her to keep 80-plus witness names under seal, and she said no. This is a very, very, very important public case, and we're not going to allow this. And then she came back with this and basically said to, she denied the prosecution and said to the, de, to the defense, which is Trump, you should probably raise this. Now the left-wing media is freaking out that an out-of-district grand jury is investigating the classified documents case, but Kelly notes it was Jack Smith who did this in a motion filed just last week. She says moronic reporters and legal analysts now spinning that Judge Cannon disclosed D.C. grand jury still at work in the Mar-a-Lago case when it was Jack Smith who did so in a motion filed last week. Cannon observed in her verdict that the special counsel states in conclusory terms that the supplement should be sealed from public view to comport the grand jury secrecy. But the motion for leave and the supplement plainly fail to satisfy the burden of establishing a sufficient legal or factual basis to warrant sealing the motion and supplement. She then denied the motion by the prosecution. Cannon wrote in her next verdict against Smith that among other topics as raised in the motion, the response shall address the legal propriety of using an uh, out-of-district grand jury proceeding to continue to investigate or to seek post-indictment hearings on matters pertinent to the instant in uh, indicted matter in this district. Basically, what the H-E double hockey sticks are you guys doing? Everything that you're doing is upside down and bass backwards. 
And now the left wing, here's, here's one of the left wing people. Our disgraced former president appointed Judge Cannon, and he was allegedly conspiring to attempt a coup. Her judgment will always be suspect. Judge Cannon must recuse. Another one says, uh, Judge Cannon just disclosed the existence of a confidential grand jury proceeding that the DOJ has filed under seal. She must recuse herself or be replaced. The 11th Circuit cannot let this incompetent person continue to rule on this case. She belongs on a park bench. Actually, actually, she's going by the book. This is exactly what anybody would have done 30 years ago. We frozen again, Eli? Son of a gun. Boy, uh, Rumble really, uh, Rumble really screwing the pooch on this one, huh? We'll just wait. We're not in a big, we're not in a big hurry. We're not in a big hurry. I just want to make sure that everybody can hear and see what's going on. Freezing every two seconds, somebody said. All right, give me a second here, folks. Um... I can't do that now, actually. Frozen up from the heat. Satan's still attacking. Don't worry, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't on my end. I know we're losing a lot of the audience. People are just going to say, hey, you know what, I'll watch later. And uh, we'll just wait. Remember when we prayed for this to stop last week? And it stopped. Maybe we should do that again. Lord and Heavenly Father, if it is your will, if it is your will for the truth to get out, then continue to let this feed go uninterrupted. Let's punch Satan in the face with prayer. And let's remove him from this, uh, from this Godcast. Can we do that? Amen. Of course it's good now. We just said a prayer, Eli. Prayer is powerful, baby. Moving on. Since we're talking about judges. Uh, <laughs> the... Uh, after, the, after all that nonsense, listen to this. So that's good news. That's just, I, I know it took us 27 minutes to get through the opening first and foremost section. But ladies and gentlemen, this is good news compounded on good news. This is a great news Monday. This is a marvelous MAGA Monday, okay? This is a MAGA Monday. Remember, you can also watch us on our LFA TV app if you're experiencing rumble issues and Roku and Fire Stick as well, Okay. Here we go. Moving on. A judge has ordered a journalist by the name of Catherine Herridge to reveal her sources for the stories that she wrote about the FBI and a CCP Chinese, a CCP Chinese scientist. They are already trying to stop Donald Trump's First Amendment right to freedom of speech. Now they're trying to stop the First Amendment rights of journalists who are writing stories about them that are true, but go against the grain. I remember something happening like that in Germany about 80 years ago. Moving on. Federal judge has ordered CBS News senior correspondent Catherine Herridge to reveal her sources for a series of stories about the FBI's investigation of a Chinese scientist back when she worked with Fox News. Now, I just want to stop there. Remember when that, I can't remember her name, but that one reporter, I think it was for CBS as well, 
when she was saying, I knew all of this stuff about Epstein years ago. And the production uh, or the, the agency, the news corporation that she worked for, silenced her and told her she couldn't get it out. She said, I knew about Epstein years ago. I had all this years ago. It reminds me of that. The order last week from U.S. District Judge Christopher Cooper in Washington, D.C., comes after scientist Yang Ping Chen filed a lawsuit against the FBI claiming that the agency violated the Privacy Act by improperly leaking information about her. While working at Fox in 2017, Harrods used a confidential source or sources to obtain material about the federal counterintelligence probe of Chen. The Fox series focused on Chen, who was associated with the Chinese People's Liberation Army, and is president of the taxpayer-funded University of Management and Technology in Rosalind, Virginia. Chen's husband, J. Davidson Frame, is dean of the university. The FBI raided the school twice in 2012, but even after the raids, it still received more than $6 million from the Defense Department for more research. So what's going on here? Why is there always CCP, Chinese Americans, who we don't know if they're a part of the CCP, or the Liberation Army, or what they call the PRC, but it's always the DOJ, the FBI, and something to do with CCP information coming from our universities. And all of this going on at a rapid pace under Joe Biden. Pretty amazing. And now the judge has ordered the journalist to reveal her sources. Obama did this as well. So Obama did it and Biden did it. The same exact plan that we're that the that these left wing Marxists are putting us through with this agenda stuff, agenda 2030, is the same exact plan they had back when Obama was president. This is how we know the same people are running the same administration. Sick in the head, these people are. Logan says, Jeremy, when is your birthday? My birthday is August 16th. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, we were on a roll. We had like 3,900 people watching. If you could please help us get this back out. Now that things are going good, I would appreciate it. Let's move on to the next story, which is earlier I told you about the big Supreme Court win um, against really seven or eight major liberal states when it came to guns and bearing arms. In the state of New York, they tried to say you do not need a gun outside of your home. Okay, they did the same thing in Canada before they took everything up there. You do not need a gun outside of your home. But Supreme Court said it doesn't matter. Keep and bear arms mean that you can't tell me that I can't protect myself everywhere I go. So we knew that when we know that when they lose these court cases, that they're just going to go the next step and just be all that much more cruel when it comes to your freedoms. Now Democrats are proposing a 1,000% increase tax on what they call assault weapons. So you better go buy your AR-15s now because anything with, that they deem as an assault weapon or a high-capacity magazine, they want a 1,000% tax on. And do not put it past the Republicans to push something like this through. Here's what I foresee happening. I foresee the Democrats saying, I want a 1,000% tax. The Republicans going, no, you can't have this. This is an assault on our first, our Second Amendment right. Keep and bear arms. Blah, 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 Republican talking point. Okay. Then somewhere down the line, a big bill is going to happen. And tucked in this bill is going to be this thing right here. The very same thing they're trying to propose and get through right now. And then the Republicans are going to say this. Well, 
That can't go in there because we already told you that we're not doing that. We're not pushing that forward. And then the Democrats are going to go, okay, what about a 200% increase? Can we at least agree to our deal if we can stick this back in there and we can agree to a 200% increase instead of a 1,000% increase? And then the Republicans will go, we don't see that as being a bad thing. And then Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy, if they're still alive and not locked up at that point or not gone, they'll come out and they'll say, ladies and gentlemen, we fought for your Second Amendment rights. We fought. They wanted a 1,000% tax. They didn't get it. They didn't get it because of our hard work in the House of Representatives and the Senate. Because of them, because of us, we saved your Second Amendment right. Now, will you have to pay a little bit more for that gun or for this ammo? Sure. But what's the cost of freedom getting this bill through? You see that, Eli? That's exactly how that's going to happen. Representative Don Bayer a Democrat for Virginia, introduced the legislation Friday along with 24 other House Democrats. The House Democrats introduced legislation that would impose a 1,000% excise tax on semi-automatic weapons and high-capacity magazines. By the way, this is their second time through. This is their second time through with this. You know that, right? They're going to continue to chip away until they get it. Representative Don Bayer introduced it Friday. It is unclear whether the new bill is the same as the one from 2022 as the text of the new legislation was not published as of today yet. But the bill is H.R. 5135 and it's titled to amend the Internal Revenue Code of 1986 to impose an additional 1,000% excise tax on the sale of large capacity ammunition feeding devices and semi-automatic assault weapons and for other purposes, end quote. Now, the best-selling rifle in America is the AR-15 for basic model to more of a $2,000 range for higher-end model. The new tax proposal would increase the price range from $4,000, Eli, to $20,000. So your high-end AR-15s, it can go up to $4,000 to $20,000. The new tax would propose that. So you're going to go out there and pay $20,000 for an AR-15 pretty soon. That's, at least that's what they want. So what we've got to do is we've got to make sure that we make sure that our congressmen and women know that we're ahead of this crap before it even, don't even go there. They're going to, this one will get shot down, but what they'll do is a third time's a charm. They'll try to put it in on another big bill. You watch. This is how they do things. It's like the gas prices. They go up and up and up and up and up, and you're like, ah, and then they go down like 30 cents, and you're like, yes, but then they go back up 15. They just always up, 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 and up. It's ridiculous. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about, hey, remember how I said Tackwright might not be here? Well, Tackwright, mini saw, no longer there. Tackwright, binoculars, no longer there. But ladies and gentlemen, the new Tackwright portable solar station. Now, how this differs from Four Patriots is this is a smaller portable device that has a bunch of ports in it that you can take that is mobile with you that doesn't have a foldable solar panel to give you more power. That is what's make this different. Everybody's jumping on the solar power stuff when it comes to their small devices because why should you depend on anybody for anything? 
So this is the new, the new um, tech right genius, which is the portable solar station. Again, how this differs from the ones that four Patriots have is the one four Patriots are really for your campsite or your entire house. These are more of a flashlight, USB, everything all into one. Okay. This, ladies and gentlemen, this, this is the ultimate backup power portable solar station for emergency preparedness. And when they said, hey, we've got this, do you think your, uh, the LFA people would love to have this? I said, everything we do is about this. So now there's a different link for this if you want this, okay? If you want to add this to your already solar station of stuff that you can cl- declare your independence from everybody on, the link is in the description, just go to the description, click the link. It'll take you right there. Get your TacRite portable solar station today, folks. Add it to your four Patriots larger ones. And I'm telling you, you're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Thank you, Suzanne. We appreciate that. Jeremy Logan wants to know if you're going to see Trump in Wyndham, New Hampshire tomorrow. TBD. TBD. Are they going to restock the other stuff? I don't know. I don't know. I think that the the mini saw, they probably will. It was so huge. Everybody in the world bought it. I'm not sure. I don't know until they tell me yes or no on that. So that's why I tell people if you can, get them while you can. Because, you know, big box is constantly trying to put these people out of business. So moving on. As if Ron DeSantis couldn't hurt his campaign anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, what he come out, what he came out and said (laughs) on his last interview I don't think he can recover from this one. I don't even think he can recover from this one. Even if anybody still did say, you know what, maybe I'd give him a chance in 2028. He admits Joe Biden won the presidency, not Donald Trump. He tries to be a snake about it, but he can't get away from the answer. So you recently said the election is what it is. You said all those theories that were put out did not prove to be true. So... Can we just put this to bed so you don't have to be asked about this a million more times? Yes or no, did Donald Trump lose the 2020 election? Whoever puts their hand on the Bible on January 20th every four years uh, is the winner. And, and I don't think the election, and I've pointed out in that same quote, and I've said this from the very beginning, uh, when they changed the rules for COVID, I think that was wrong. I think some of those changes were unconstitutional. When they do mass mail ballots, I think that's wrong. I think ballot harvesting is wrong. I think the Zuckerbucks were wrong. I think the fact that the FBI was working with Facebook and these other uh, tech companies to censor the Hunter Biden story uh, was wrong. And so I don't think it was the perfect election. I remember after a lot of the media was saying, this is the most secure election in history. How could it be the most secure with those millions of mail ballots going out? On the same time, at the time after the election, they were talking about Maduro um, stealing votes on the voting machines or whatever, and none of those theories proved to be true. But here's the issue that I think is important for Republican voters to think about. Why did we have all those mail votes? Because of Trump turned the government over to Fauci. They embraced lockdowns. They did the CARES Act, which funded mail-in ballots across the country. Donald Trump signed that bill that funded the mail ballots that all the Republicans have been so concerned about. Uh, And also with the censorship of the Hunter Biden. That was Donald Trump's FBI that was working with that. He didn't have control over his own government. So me as the nominee, we will not let them run circles around us. If there is ballot, Florida, we ban ballot harvesting, right? I think that's what you should do. If there is ballot harvesting that's allowed in like Nevada, we are going to do it too. We're not gonna fight with one hand 
tied behind our backs. And so uh, I think all of those issues were very problematic. But at the end, at the end of the day, you know, Donald Trump helped facilitate that whole set of circumstances. Okay, but respectfully, you did not clearly answer that question. And if you can't give a yes or no because, on whether or not Trump lost, then how well, can of course, you? No, of, of course he lost. Uh, Trump uh, lost the 2020 of, election. Of course, okay. uh, Joe Biden's the president. But the issue is, I think what, what people in the media and elsewhere, they want to act like somehow this was just like the perfect election. So I don't think uh, it, was a, it was a good run election, but I also think Republicans didn't fight back. So there you go, folks. Of course, Joe Biden won the election. Of course, Donald Trump lost the election. That doesn't mean it was secure. You can't have it both ways, Meatball Ron. You got to stand up. You got to have integrity. You got to unequivocally say one thing or the other. You're a fence rider, bro. You're fence riding like crazy. You're Lindsey Gramming it right now. You're flimsy Lindsey blowing in the wind. Whichever which way my donors tell me to go, my donors are going at, at, at a phenomenal rate. They don't want anything to do with Ron DeLuzer anymore, Ron DeSanctimonious, Ron establishment, Ron the scumbag, Ron sinking like a rock, and he goes out and says that? And you think MAGA's going to vote for him in 2028? Are you out of your minds, DeSantis, DeSimpletons? You can't go out there and say that. Not if you really believe something to the contrary. Now, maybe you believe that. I don't know. But the guy is not a strong leader. He is not a strong leader. He doesn't know what to do. He's, doesn't know which way to go. Kind of like Obama. Obama doesn't know which way to go either. There's a lot of news. Look, 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 folks, first of all, DeSantis is done. Okay? DeSantis is done. Before the, end, before the end of this year, probably before the second debate, that dude is toast. Gone. Now let's move on to Obama because I don't want to let the Obamas off the hook from this murder that happened in Cape Cod. There's been a murder in Cape Cod. Well, there's been a murder. There's been a murder, not among the peasants, but among the elites in Cape Cod. It's been a murder. Code pink, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into any craziness about the Obama and their weird lifestyle, Code Pink, anybody ever heard of that? Well, Code Pink was somebody that used to work for Obama, and that's how they referred to her as Code Pink. Exposed as a communist Chinese shill, a former Obama Obama bundler by the name of Jody Evans, married to... Maoist millionaire working in Shanghai. How deep, I wonder, how deep is the CCP pockets in the Obamas, or hands in the Obamas' pockets? The New York Times published an expose of a um, Maoist. You know what a Maoist is? Maoist, Maoist, Maoist. A Maoist is somebody who loved Mao, the dictator. Maoist. The New York Times published an expose on a Maoist propaganda shill for the Chinese Communist Party U.S. tech millionaire Neville Roy Singham and his wife Jody Evans, co-founder of Code Pink, a bundler for Barack Obama's 2008 presidential campaign, 
that reports Singham's fund funding to nonprofit groups ending up in Code Pink's coffers and how the so-called anti-war group has in turn become a shill for the Communist Party. Now, I want to pop up a couple pictures here so you see who I'm talking about. If you ever seen Obama pictured with this lady right here, this is her. Now, isn't it funny that Dianne Feinstein had a Chinese spy working with her for 20 years, right? Uh, Adam Fartwell, or uh, not Adam, uh, Eric Fartwell was sleeping with a Chinese spy. We've got the CCP... uh, Throughout all of our all of our universities, and at the highest levels of government, you've got these people that are not really in front of cameras, but have a big name so much to the point where they're called Code Pink amongst the Obamas and the CCP. Code Pink, Code Pink, founder Jody Evans with Obama and Singham. These people are funneling money and working for the CCP right here in America to disrupt everything, to destroy everything, to fund our public schools, to fund our universities. And this woman was the go-between and she's now living in China. And I'll guarantee you that Joe Biden and Code Pink have some kind of money transactions here. And we're talking about maybe in the tune of $1.4 million dollars but this is something that the, uh, the House Oversight Committee is looking into. But I wanted to use that as a segue into Obama. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why we're in this entire LGBTQ trans craziness in our country right now is because of Obama and his husband, wife, Michelle Michael. Now, I think that the LGBT movement is a national security threat. That's what I believe. If you are threatening our institutions, you are threatening our culture, our traditions, our way of life, when you are threatening um, our children by indoctrinating them into self-mutilation, and you have literally changed the minds of a majority of the children in our schools to believe that they're not even a boy or a girl, and you tell me that that is not a national security threat? Cutting off our economy or our trade routes, that's a national security threat. Putting sanctions on things, that's a national security threat. Having our elections tampered with, that's a national security threat. Our border being invaded, that's a national security threat, but none are as damaging as what they're doing from the inside out, and that is Barack Obama's fault. It is a national security threat, and this LGBTQ nonsense needs to stop today. Nobody gives a damn about who you have sex with and your bedroom. Leave it in your bedroom, and if you come near my children with any nonsense that they're not a boy when they are, or they're not a girl when they are, or they can cut things off, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. National security threat. 44th President Barack Hussein Obama wrote a love letter to his former girlfriend before he was with Michael about his constant fantasies of having sex with men, his biographer just revealed. Obama biographer David Garrow 
who wrote the 2017 book Rising Star, The Making of Barack Obama, described Obama's writings about his own gay sex fantasies during an interview with Tablet Magazine. According to Garrow, Obama described his homosexual fantasies in letters that he wrote to his college girlfriend, letters that later made their way to the Emory University archives and biographer David Garrow himself, thanks to the women's financial desperation and apparent desire to be publicly known. Garrow wrote about the letters in his book, but complained to his interviewer that Rising Star had been mostly ignored and that as a result, Barack Obama's fantasy of having sex with men has been ignored as well. Okay, the guy likes to have sex with men. Something we didn't know? No, we knew that. Michelle Obama being Michael with an Adam's apple and, a, and, a, and, a, and something hanging south of the border uh, all over TV? We know that. But it's because of these two sick, disgusting, depraved, psychopath individuals that our country is where it's at today. The Obamas had no scandals. The Obamas had no scandals. They turned our world into a commie-infested bunch of freakazoids who have no idea what gender they are and they want to have sex with everything that moves other than what they're supposed to have sex with. What are you talking about? They're sick individuals. And I want to show you a result one of the many results that we cover here on LFA TV of the Obamas being in charge of this country. Roll it. Leave us alone, but you're still hey, sir, what about you? So this is gender queer, by the way. This is being okay. shown to children. You think that graphic is appropriate for children? Do you? It's a simple question. It's a yes or no answer. You think that should be shown to children in uh, libraries? I think I think you already heard. He doesn't want to talk to you, so would you please just? What well, I just I'm just asking. I need one answer from any of you guys. Do you think this is appropriate for children's libraries? Christian for the for the first time in your life. Do you think that's appropriate, sir? Walk away. You think this is appropriate? Walk away. Is this appropriate for children, Is this appropriate for children? Is this image appropriate for children to be seen? Image. There's an. I think you should walk away. Okay. So you think this is appropriate then all right very rational no why, why won't you answer a question sir i'm just asking you one simple question ladies and gentlemen if that if we were if we were at war with this ideology in our nation the way we should be and the way the constitution tells us that we have every right to be when our nation is at threat under uh anything such as this do you know how fast these people would be mowed over in the streets I don't care if they're gay. I'm not talking about gay people. I'm not saying do you know how fast gay people would be mowed over in the streets because that's how occupied Democrats or some moronic group will take it. I'm talking about people with this sick ideology of going after our children. Do you know how fast that we would mow over them in the streets? It, it would be like air. It'd be like walking through air. That's how weak these people are and how deranged these people are. Did you see that pile of nothing standing there? Flipping the camera up, nothing to say. Sick, depraved individuals, ladies and gentlemen. And I believe they're a national security threat. Oh, this right-winger said they're a national security threat. Yep, I do. I agree. I believe they're a national security threat. But it gets, check this out. This is in our schools, ladies and gentlemen. This is a, an English music teacher with a hat with Horns on his head, making these children scream like they're in agony, gnashing at the teeth. 
and then says, Hail Satan. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Amazing. Give me a face. Give me a face. Ah! One more. Ah! Yeah. All right, sit. Let's go. down yeah give me a face give me a face this is a national security threat at the highest level at the highest level you want your children you teach your children to grow up and be all they can be they grow up and be nice to people and have integrity and be kind to people And that men have a role and women have a role and both should be respected and regarded at the highest level because we're all made in the image of God no matter what color, no matter what what height, what weight, what gender we are. And they will teach your children to grow up and be godless, mutilated failures like Megan Rapinoe. Hey, Megan, nice kick, you freak. Marie that stands out to you right now in this moment? A memory that stands out to her after um, a career in soccer. Listen to what she says. I mean, probably equal pay chance. Equal pay um, chance. After the final. Um, And I think, you know, they were saying equal pay, but could have been saying a lot of things. I think this team has always fought for so much more, and uh, that's been... The most rewarding part for me, of course, playing in World Cups and winning championships and doing all that. But, um, you know, to know that we've used our really special talent to do something, you know, that's really like changed the world forever. You lost. You lost. You didn't win. You are a loser in the one job that you had. Shut your mouth and kick a ball and you couldn't do that. So our children grow up to be godless, mutilated failures like Megan Rapinoe. Is that what you want your child to grow up to be like? A godless, mutilated failure? It's not what I want my kid to be like. I want my kid to grow up to know the difference between men and women and do the best they can do with what God gave them. You know who knows the difference between men and women? OFP Farms. They know the difference between men and women. Men's bath and beard products. Not women's bath and beard products. Oh, but they got them too. But guess what? They don't have X's or Z's or genderless bath and body beard products. No, they have men and women. Here's some of the scents that you can get your husband, ladies. Tennessee whiskey. A rugged blend of whiskey, cognac, and bourbon scent. I might like that. (laughs) Hired hand, masculine, woodsy notes lead to a seductive lemon lime. Calm down, OFP Farms. Kentucky bourbon, notes of orange, clove, midnight orchid, musk, leather, oak, cask, and patchouli. Saloon, scent of sweet cigars and cognac. Come on, ladies. We know know how we want our men to smell, right? My mom used to always say she loved when she was... My stepdad used to come home from work because he'd smell rugged like work. I'm like, well, that just sounds gross. The benefits of goat milk, ladies and gentlemen, are absolutely phenomenal. OFP Farms is one of the greatest uh, sponsors we've ever had because they are a family farm that loves this show and loves what we do. 
So we got to show them some love too. Whether it's soaps, whether it's beard oils, whether it's beard balms, whether it's body wash, OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15, you get 15% off, OFPFarms.com. And also, ladies and gentlemen, if you have been thinking about it, now is the time, goldco.com. Folks, you've got to figure out a way to diversify any of your savings if you have it. Now, most of the people that watch this show are older than 50 years old. So if you still have a savings left and you have not thought about this, you got to do it. See how quick the live chat pops up? You can live chat with somebody. You don't even have to call them. But if you do want to call them and you do want to talk to a real person about what works best for you, Again, I'm not a financial expert, but I can just tell you what my wife and I are doing a little bit of, and maybe it could help you too, no matter what your budget is. Goldcode.com slash live or 855-559-3433 today, goldcode.com. Now, check this out, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to skip this uh, Pfizer story because it's something that we can talk about tomorrow, but do you remember the godly man with the big family that got harassed outside of the uh, pro, uh, uh, the, the abortion clinic when he was out there, I believe he was a Catholic, and he was out there preaching against abortion, and then the Obama, fa- the Obama regime tried to lock him up for it, tried to give him years in prison. Let's just go watch this real quick, because I've got some good news on this gentleman. Roll this. And when it was open, storming inside, more than a dozen armed FBI agents raided the home of a pro-life activist, Mark Houck. Terrifying his wife, seven children, with guns drawn, they arrested Mark. This outrageous raid has raised serious questions about the FBI, and CBN's Dan Andros reports. It was terrifying. You know, the children are screaming and crying. Um, You you just figure, like, one move from a four-year-old and something tragic could have happened. Heavily armed um, shields, um, helmets, vests, big, huge, long rifle type guns. They moved to the front door, proceeding to bang and scream, frightening her family. Mark says, please, I have seven babies in the house. I'm going to open the door. He opens the door and immediately there's guns pointed at him. And ladies and gentlemen, the FBI and the Biden regime and the DOJ tried to lock this man up for life, but God works in mysterious ways. This man is free, and not only is he free, he is running for office, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That pro-father is now running for Congress after Biden tried to lock him up for 11 straight years. Mark Hoke, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Hook is now uh, running for Congress in his district. So make sure if you're in his district, if you're in his state, vote for him. He says, my presence in D.C. will maintain that story. And they can't run from it, he said. And I can't wait. He said, I'd love to get on a committee. I'd love to face these people who cannot ignore my face then. That's a godly story right there. Absolutely amazing. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That is going to do it for LFA TV tonight. For Life from America, that is. Culture Wars comes up next. Based America after that. A new show. 
Brave TV after that. Trumpet at 9 o'clock and Man in America after that. Ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chests out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I truly do appreciate you being here tonight. I appreciate all your donations. I appreciate the stuff in the mail, the bracelets, the gifts, the books. God bless you all. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Culture Wars coming up next. Peace out, ladies and gentlemen. Stop screaming that we first in America